And the Oscar goes to... Yo, that's rank! <sighs> the interactive podcast where we rank and rate from lame to great all the things that really matter in this world. We are abuzz this week because the Oscar nominations dropped on Monday and we are talking your top 10 best picture nominees of all time. Hey Kay. Hi. I'm an, Hi. I'm an Oscar fan. Are you an Oscar Ugh, fan? You fancy yourself an Oscar aficionado, maybe. Uh, well, even. maybe. I mean, ever since like 2010, I got yeah. really into the Oscars. And basically all that means is like, I just read who's going to win. <laughs> like, yeah. You watch like some that you wanted to see anyways. Like you yeah. like kind of work for that. I try yeah. to see all of them. But the thing about Oscars nowadays, it's like the movies that are nominated are the ones that are like literally coming out when the nominations are coming out. Right. They make it impossible for us to see them basically. Tricky. And now yeah. it's like some are streaming, some are not, some aren't even out. The deadline was extended, etc. So sometimes right. it's hard to actually see all the movies, but I do try to see as many as I can and then I just read articles about the other ones cuz I'm, I'm You're fascinated. very well versed by the time the awards come around. You're an expert and maybe you haven't seen any of them, but you know who you think should win. That is for sure. We have, have thoughts opinions and on opinions. That. Yes, yes, we do. Yes, we do. And we're going to share a lot of them. This is maybe the strangest top 10 I think that we've had for a lot of now, things. Now, a lot of the times on our YDR like Facebook page, you'll see people commenting and when they're trying to pull other people in, like for example, Jewel Copa, I think did this this week. She said like, hey, I think she tagged her brother and she was like, you should vote. The demographic, like the group here right. comes up with some interesting lists. And that is true. Like there have been times on the list where Example, Friday Night Lights, best show of all time. Like, right. I don't know if it is, but for our people, it is. This list is like that for sure. This We're going to be making fun of it as we go. This is a Rankenstein list. This is not like uh, the Hollywood Foreign Press list. You this wouldn't is not, find this on any This is article. not Vulture. Like, this is not IndieWire. We don't agree with everything. This is the perfect day to explain. We do not cook the books. You all rank. You vote. We put in whatever you say, even if we do not agree with some of them. And you're going to hear about it this week, guys. You know, in the Bible, where like Jesus went into the desert and was tempted by the devil. You were <laughs> at the point so where he was like, just jump off the building then. If you you were like, <laughs> I was like, Kaylin, please, can we just move up yes, this one spot? Guys, I maintained our integrity. You're going to hear she about did. it still. But I knew that we couldn't cook the book. Our Rankenstein of the week this week is none other than Allison Sutton. Allison, we blew her up on Facebook this week yes. because she wrote us this awesome review on yeah. Apple Podcasts. And we were like, wait, who is this person? I don't think we know her. I don't recognize the screen name. And then she wrote this really awesome thing on our Facebook page about why yes. she really loves Yoda's rank. And that was so sweet. And so, um, Allison, you are our Rankenstein of the week. Thank you for going back and listening to our whole catalog in basically three weeks she joined our patreon and there it is guys like come a better on. friend to us than some friends <laughs> some of my closest friends just still won't and yeah i'm putting y'all on blast listen but allison is listening she's a fan we love her 
for it. Congrats, Allison. All right, Kate, why don't we start with the current, right? So let's yes. talk about, since the nominations just came out on Monday, yes. let's talk about what films are nominated and then anything else that we maybe find interesting about current uh-huh. noms so the movies that were nominated for best picture they only picked yep. eight even though they can pick up to 10 right so it's kind of like a dig you know like they're like oh. hey we're not putting in these two extra movies we're Sorry, just Spike. picking eight yeah yeah we're doing it for sure so the movies are the father uh-huh. judas and the black messiah uh-huh mank minari mm-hmm. nomadland promising young woman sound of metal and the trial of the Chicago Seven. And if you're sitting there being like, I have not seen or heard of any of these, that might be true unless you're really so big into looking true. at Oscar Yes. Stuff. And so out of that list, Cody, right off the bat, I have my answer. What is one, if you set a goal that was like, so first of all, let's say this. Both of us have only seen two of these movies so far, right? Correct. We've seen yes. Nomadland and Promising Young Woman. So yep. those are out of the running. But of the other ones, if you had to say, this week I'm going to watch one of these, what is the first one from this list that you would pick to watch? Funny you ask, because I'm pretty sure this weekend I am going to be watching Minari. Great. Okay, so that's your first pick. How do you watch it? How do you – did you uh, figure out how to watch it yet? I think you have to I think pay you have for to it on pay Amazon. for Minari on Amazon. Yes. Yeah. It's about a okay. Korean American – a Korean family coming and, like, moving to this, like, random uh, town – like, Midwestern town, I think, and just, yes. like, their family life. And the little boy won. Oh, his acceptance his, speech. You, you need me. to look up the little boy from Minari, his acceptance speech. I think it was the SAG Award, something like that. It was the most precious thing I've ever seen. So sweet. Okay, so what my about answer – is Judas and the Black Messiah. So this one yeah. is on HBO Max. Um, so I can watch that. Probably going to watch it tomorrow. I was thinking about it or this weekend. I'm really interested in it. And some students today actually said that they watched it over the weekend and they really liked it. Um, so I am interested in that one for sure. Now, looking at the same list, what is the one that you're like, I'm going to go ahead and skip it because ours is the same. It's got to be the well, same. Well, you want me to say Mank, I think. Yes. But I actually, <laughs> yeah, Mank That's is mine. black and white. <laughs> About Amanda Seyfried. Amanda Seyfried. She had a lot of buzz, but now she hasn't Woo! won any awards. So right, knows? right, right. I might actually put Sound of Metal. I just don't. Okay, or Trial. I thought you might say Trial. Trial yeah, Chicago okay. 7. I keep trying to click on it and can't yeah. click on it. So right. I And the father is just Olivia Coleman and Anthony Hopkins. Sad, I think though. just I think talking like to re- each other. No, I think movie. he like is really losing it with like yeah. Alzheimer's or dementia. And that's too sad for me. I don't want to see that. Yes, I'm kind of the same. Mank to me, I watched the tra- the trailer because I was like, okay, people are raving. Ah, uh, it felt like the producers. <laughs> like I was like, I don't want to watch yeah. this. Like I don't get it. Um, and so Sound of Metal, I like Riz from his HBO um the miniseries that he did. Yeah. But I don't know. I watched the trailer for that one, too, because that one is, I think, free streaming on Amazon right now. You can watch that without paying. And I still was like, I, I don't know if I'm going to do it's that. It's not one. the most exciting list. Like, I these movies aren't the most exciting right. of any year. I yeah. really liked Promising Young Woman. You and I watched yes, both of that. Yes, we both liked that and Nomadland, and Nomadland together. A lot. I liked yes. both of them. Very different films. I would put yes. it to Promising Young Woman. It's not going to win. Um, I think no. it's really between Nomadland. I actually think Minari is kind of getting in there, too. Minari and Judas. Judas, and Judas is getting the a Black ton, Messiah. but There's I some bet buzz. I would be surprised. Those two are both up for supporting, right? Which is weird. There's no main actor in Judas. It's Daniel and Lakeith are both up for supporting, yep. I think. Yep. I'd be surprised if one of them didn't win for one of that, but that one is getting some buzz too. So those are the nominations, and you'll probably 
we'll probably be talking about these in our Rolly kits next week if we follow through with our goals and watch them. For sure. And one thing that's cool is this is a rather diverse year for nominations with the Oscars. There's been a lot of um, backlash about the Oscars being super white, uh, yes. hashtag Oscars so white, things like that. And this year there actually is some diversity. It's starting to get there. We see yes. Chloe Zhao nominated for Best Director and uh, Emerald Pennell, Fennell, yep. I think her name yep. is, for Promising Young Woman. Both of them nominated for Best Director's first time ever that two women are nominated yep. in that category. Uh, Regina King was snubbed. That would have been really cool to have three women Ugh, in there. But she's been... just starting in this role, I think. Like, yeah. I think that she's going to keep directing things. Emerald, by the way, showrunner for Killing Eve and starred in The Crown as um, Camilla. She's bomb. Like, this lady yeah. is amazing. This year has been crazy for her she's in the crowd she did killing eve and now she's up for an oscar so it'll be pretty cool when we get to watch the oscars which aren't happening till april 25th this year to actually see some diversity i think in the nominations and the wins that's what's going to be cool like and the projects themselves are different for the first time ever like if you look at just that list it's about so many different things so many different people's stories so it is exciting so let's jump into the non-academy list this is the rankenstein's list which honestly maybe is as strange as some things the academy does too um i'd rather watch mank than some of the things that made it onto our top 10 that's what i want everyone to understand it's not that bad but would i I rather watch mank yes yes i would okay coming in oh and also guys before we even get to the audio roundup this list number one and two are surprising and so interesting next to each other so if you don't normally listen till the end of the episode you will want to on this one to find out what's sitting there Okay, our Aldi roundup, I'll do 20 to 11. We're just going to go with first thought here, okay? So when first I said word that comes to when mind. I say yep. the name, what's the first yep. word that comes to your mind and then we're going to move on, okay? Got it. Coming in at number 20, Dead Poet Society. Um like <laughs> what word? Fall. Fall <laughs> leaves. <laughs> leaves. Robin Williams, that is true. Desks. That was the first thing I said. That's what desks. desks. Yeah. What is the one where they're like, "Oh, captain <laughs> Oh, Captain, my captain. up on their desk. Oh, that's, is that this that's one? That's Dead Poets Society. Oh, yeah. Or is it Goodwill Hunting? That's the same thing. Oh, no. I don't know the answer to that. I know, remember watching a clip where they like look at a, they're they looking all... into a glass box. What are those things in the school where like what? trophies are behind? <laughs> a trophy case? <laughs> sure. They're About like the people. <laughs> okay, we need to move on. They're looking into the future. Clearly, okay, we don't Dead know Poets Society we've never seen. Obviously, I've seen Goodwill Hunting, so I've basically seen this probably. Coming in at number 19, The Godfather. Oh. What's the first thing? Come on, Kaylin. Three, two, oh. one. Horsehead. Horsehead. Ah! <laughs> oh, Obviously. Horsehead. Obviously, Horsehead. we're scared. I watched this first half of this first movie for the first time this weekend. I'm going to finish first, and probably first. go through the trilogy. I love It was story. slowly paced. And I think someone yeah. wrote in, maybe Caleb, someone said, like, Godfather might not hold up nowadays because of the pace. Like, we're just, yeah, we have no right. attention spans nowadays. Um, but it was, when they had action scenes, whew, there Ooh. was things happening. When they had a horse head. Man, <laughs> that sticks. 18, the Grand Budapest Hotel. Um, Like, <laughs> like. Like a monkey riding a bicycle pass with like a top hat on. Like just like real like Wes Anderson, what's gonna happen next? Ray Fines is like buzzing around. That, Mine is a dollhouse symmetry. Like, set. Yes, because beautiful. That's what I know about Wes Anderson. All yes. this stuff is super symmetrical. Never seen <laughs> yes. this movie yet. So I'm oh for three in these movies so far. <laughs> a movie I have seen at number seventeen, Toy Story Three. Oh, um, incinerator garbage trauma. incinerator trauma yeah that's the first one i think of for sure like emotional damage 
Coming at number 16, Mad Max Fury Road. I mean, um, if you don't think of shaved head. Charlize. Charlize like shaved, with a shaved dust. head. A lot of dust, dust. everywhere. Gloves. Um, regrets like, that I haven't seen it. I true. I be, uh, feel the same no, way. You believe in yourself. I believe in myself. I believe that I feel the same we way. We should watch this one too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Number 15, The Silence of the Lambs. Mm-mm. That thing that he... That! No! <laughs> That's what I think of first. I hate that. I hate you for doing it. That's what I Such hate. a good ending to this movie. I guess I won't Mark. give it away. Please don't spoil Question it. Like, Mark. no spoilers. I don't know it yet. Really, it's a 30-year-old spoiler. Really good ending. That movie is so good. And it was, like, one of the first, like, horror thriller type movies to win Best I'll Picture. I'll just say that this only. trailer came up. No, we watched this trailer this weekend when we were practicing, like, when we were thinking about what we should review. And yeah. there was a joke, joke, I'm putting that in quotes, where that he was like, I'm having an old friend for dinner. And Cody laughed like he was watching a stand-up routine. And That's I was like, this is a so The ending. Way. That's what I was talking about. Ah! Love it. Okay, I'm next. having an old friend for okay, dinner. Okay, <laughs> next. Number 14, Lord of the Rings 3, The Return of the King. I think 3 is The Return of the King. <laughs> um, I think. <laughs> what did you say? A cuss. I think castle. I think storming a castle. Um, nothing. I really this I one I have not seen. Nothing. Of the first two, I I I've seen the first two. Same. I really don't think I made it to the third. Same. We're gonna get into this one. This Lord of the Rings will be a, a topic of conversation. Don't worry. But yeah, I missed it. Uh huh. Number thirteen, Jojo Rabbit. Oh, Taika. First thing I Taika think of Watiti. Taika. Taika Scarjo. Scarjo. And. Yeah, Taika's my first thing. I would like to see this. This was one yeah. last year or two years ago, whenever it was nominated, that I could not wow. click play on. And right. I don't know why. Like, part of me wanted to see it, and part of me just didn't get even what the framework was, so I just never mm-hmm. clicked. So, But it made it really high. I was surprised to see it this high on the listeners' yeah. list. Coming in at number 12, Star Wars. It's I think enough. the first one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like the first what... one that was put out. So my pew, first pew, thing pew, I pew, think pew, of. Pew. Is the words like in the beginning oh. whenever it's like scrolling and the song and yeah. stuff like that? Star so, Wars is, re- I mean, we can't say Star Wars is not deserves, a good movie. We can't yeah, I mean, like, come on, people would huge. just stop listening. It is a an awesome just, thing, right? And I so, don't click in, but it doesn't, I'm not saying that it doesn't deserve a spot high on the list. And then coming in at number 11, oh boy, the book I was up. trying to cook. <laughs> this <laughs> is. Buff. Inception. All right, Cody, take us through it. Like, what's the first of all? What's the first word that you think of? Um, favorite movie. <laughs> it is honestly my top three favorite movies of all time. I think of the like street bending towards you. Okay, that, I right, think of that just, scene immediately. Just so that we're all caught up. Number one movie of all time is Hocus Pocus. Correct. Number two, <laughs> uh, Mean Girls. One of. <laughs> So I just wanted everyone to understand what top three we're working with because I knew that. And I just love Inception rounding out those three so beautifully. So it is your top three favorite. And you were furious because it was just out of our 10, It was in the 10 for so long. And then we took one final... Serve. We took one final like Coming submission of yours now. Uh-huh. at the at the last minute, and wouldn't you know? Whew, um, it we got bumped out. The books and at, sitting in at number ten, one point in front of it is something I don't care for, and so I am quite livid. Inception didn't make the top ten, but you know it is a really good film, and I think it's not really like. I don't know. It's not really Oscar worthy in terms of like the other best pictures out there, but it's just an amazing film that's rewatchable and such a good concept. And so, it like, made a ton of buzz. It was new. It was a new idea. We'll talk yeah. about that in the episode too. We love that. So it was definitely, I think it was like 
I, it made sense to me that it was nominated. And I think it won for best effects or something. Yeah. But it didn't obviously Leo, take best picture. Leo, if Leo's in it, guys, Leo. we will trust it. Love it. All right. Well, why don't we get into our actual <laughs> top 10? I'm going to fume for some of it. But this is such a fun top 10. We are going to bounce from genre to genre to genre until we get to our surprising top Honestly, two. Honestly, guys, buckle up. All right, coming in at number 10, we have brrr, Lord of the Rings, The Two Towers. This is the second film in the trilogy. It mm-hmm. is one point ahead of Inception, and I just, you know, sad to see Guys, it here. You know, so here's here's what happened. We all, we, when we started, when we posted this originally, I will be honest when I'm saying to you, I forgot that these were nominated. I didn't know that. I don't know that I ever knew that all three were honestly nominated. I knew that one of them had won, that that Return of the King had won, but I did not know the others were nominated. We started seeing people voting in and it was like, L-O-T-R, all three. And we were like, Like, so nervous. So we've talked about it on the podcast before. We've mentioned our feelings about Lord of the Rings. We are not Tolkien people so it's hard for us but it is crazy as we were doing research so Lord of the Rings this is the second one each one was nominated a year away from each other so this one was nominated in 2002 and the year before and year after it had one and three all right, in a row because which which everyone told me this week they were filmed all at the same time all together which Lucy I heard Mary, I Lucy guess, Mary everyone I had no right. idea everyone's like right. they're filmed at the same time no one has ever done this before. They called Tyler just once. I was like, wait, guys, that sounds, dare I say it, easier than taking a break, but okay. So you're in New Zealand for a year. I don't even have to get out of costume to start You have to get those feet on every day for a year. Okay, so it lost in 2002 to, drum roll, please. Chicago. Chicago. Which honestly, honestly, which thank have I you. seen more? Thank you, Chicago. <laughs> thank you for doing Renee. that. Renee. Thank you, Catherine Zeta. Thank you, Richard Garrett. Not a single person put Chicago on their top I ten. love Chicago as like a fun time. I'm not yeah. gonna put it as something that deserves to be on this list. So it's a winner, which is insane. Other contenders this year in 2002 were Gangs of New York, The Hours, and The Pianist. I remember all of those pretty big. Like those were names right. that I didn't have to think about too much. Some of the lists I was like, what? So Lord of the Rings 2, Two Towers, was the highest grossing film of 2002 and the third highest of all time at its release. So something about Lord of the Rings and Harry Potter concurrently, they both kind of blew up the box office records before we had all this MCU and Jurassic Park stuff that we have now. So they were like the trailblazers in that when it came to um, trilogies or sequels or series that were just bringing in all of this movie. Honestly, the only thing I know about the second one, I did see it and both you and I said this was the trees. Tell so isn't that interesting? We both said that, and then when I researched it today, you know what's fascinating? Oh no, we're the second wrong. one. No, no, we're right. But is Gollum? Gollum's not really in the first one. The second one is all Gollum, and I was like, what? oh, no. okay. So I remember this because it's Andy Circus as Gollum. Now I just wrote in my notes. Dot dot dot. Let's discuss. Like what happened to your brain the first time you saw or heard Gollum? Loved it. Oh my gosh. What? Loved him. I was like that precious little thing. I what think. What was his other name? Awesome. Schmeagle. I mean, Schmeagle. I also related. <laughs> Didn't we all relate? We're like sometimes we want to be Schmeagle, but really yeah. sometimes we turn into a Gollum. Still in my head, like I have both like sides yeah. like, talking back and forth. Andy Circus, so this is like his big, like this is what Andy Circus is known for. He goes on to do Planet of the Apes and 
um, actually, in another movie that's on this list. And so that was his main, that was where he came out mainly, which I did not remember that. But I think the trees is what made the bigger impact. The trees, the ants. I remember they're called ants. And they were like, oh, they could scoop me up in their branch arms and rock me like a little baby. Little so Cody the Wikipedia baby. says it's widely regarded as one of the greatest and most influential films of all time. Well, and you know anybody can write can on Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, both stop of us trying to make the same joke and start getting real. We're sorry about it. There was a point when you were saying, "Okay, well, if Lord of the Rings makes it, then why isn't Harry Potter on here? Why don't we just yeah. nominate Pirates of the Caribbean? Pirates of the Caribbean. Let's put it. I stand by that, guys. If we just like high-grossing sequential films, yeah. go ahead. Harry Potter, put it on. Johnny Depp, give him an Oscar. Let's figure it out. Oh, man. We know the people who are going to come for us, and you had to know this was coming. You had to <laughs> Sorry, know we guys. were not going to be too pleased. So It yeah. made the list, so you Dude, got your way. Top 10. You got it. You fished your wish. Now, coming in at number nine, we have Forrest Gump. This was another one that made it just in the nick of time. Yep. The last person's list bumped it up here. Uh, Forrest Gump is iconic. I I will we definitely I say that. It. I can quote it. I think it's Tom Hanks, Have honestly, I his most it? iconic role because right, Shannon yeah. Barthelmas did say, is Tom Hanks in anything other than Forrest Gump? Uh, I was like, um, a couple anything things. Other than and she's uh-huh. like, oh, wait, and Toy Story. I know him from that. I said, <laughs> Obviously. Couple. You should have been like, yeah, that's it. That's all. No, that's, <laughs> that's all. all. You got it. Yeah. All right, so... Forrest Gump was 1994. It won, and it won against movies like Shawshank Redemption and Pulp Fiction. Those were the two big ones that were big name ones in their category, and it won against that. So at its time, um, in 1994, it was the top grossing film in America and the second highest uh, grossing film overall, but a little film called The Lion King came out in 1994. That worldwide just smashed Forrest Gump, which makes perfect sense. Like, I mean, that it, it really you can't honestly kind of surprising. That. Lion King wasn't nominated this year because Beauty and the right. Beast, like, two and or Lion three King years seems prior better. Was. I mean, that seems like the one Lion to King like was make epic. more sense. People right? were like, yeah, just like because of Elton John's music and all this yeah. stuff. And so I'm surprised that actually it didn't seems make more it more universally applicable than Beauty and the Beast. Like, it just seems like a more universal movie. So it is interesting. And at the time, they were only nominating five movies. If they were nominating up to ten, I think Lion King would have been on there for sure. Yes. Um, Forrest Gump is just too long. That's my problem with it. It is interesting. There are moments that are really good. But, like, it's really long. And because it's just kind of following his life, it doesn't... A lot happens and nothing happens is it what I want to say. I remember that at the time that I would have been watching this, it just didn't capture me. So had I been a little bit older when this was introduced to me, but this was like something as a teen, I was just like, no, I'm not interested in it. Give me some buzzwords that like just come to your mind with Forrest Gump. Box of chocolates. Yes. Bubba Gum shrimp. Yes. Um, running. Running. <laughs> run forest run sitting on a bench um, sitting on a bench. sitting on the bench <laughs> Sally Field as the Robin mom. Wright uh-huh Love we've that. got Gary Sinise <gasps> that's Robin yes. Wright is Jenny I yeah. was just about to say where the heck did Jenny go in life Robin that's Wright Robin she went Wright. right to House of Cards BB yes Whoa. she did yes she did she disappeared for a long time <laughs> and then she came back with a vengeance yeah so Forrest Gump I think is one of those that to me deserves a spot on the list for sure it's not my jam but I think that if you think about iconic movies especially in the last you know 30 years that's up there no question yeah coming in at number eight the film that lost to Forrest mm. Gump no, it is not Pulp Fiction. It is brrr, the Shawshank 
Redemption. If it was Pulp Fiction, I don't do this episode. If like, it, if Darth Bottom 3 of those three. If Pulp Fiction I, came in there, I would be like, what's happening? I'm Here's what's happening. Wink 104. I would be so confused. So, um, Shawshank Redemption, we have thoughts on, right, Kaylin? Because yep. this past weekend, we watched it together. Yes. It was between Moxie, the new... <laughs> Amy Fuller movie <laughs> and Shawshank Redemption, uh, kind of different genres. But I was like, bit. listen, this is regarded as one of the best movies of all time. I know I've seen at least most of it, but I cannot yeah. re- remember enough of it. And you had never seen it. You're like, that's not really my jam. That's not the style of movie you normally right. like, right? But somehow we landed on that one instead of Amy Poehler. And we both loved it. I can admit when I'm wrong. And I was being a little bit of a brat. And I was like, if you want to watch it, we can watch it. I don't really want to watch it. And then we watched it. And I was like, oh. And by like, as it was ticking on, I was like, I don't want to say it out loud. But I love this. So I really, really liked it. There are some movies that you hear about for your whole life. And you're like, is it really going to hold up? Like, is it going to live up to what I've heard about it? Guess what? I really, really liked it. It was in 1994. Like you said, it lost to Forrest Gump. Um, And so it stars... Tim Robbins as Andy Dufresne and Morgan Freeman as Red. So do you want to take a guess? Give me one person you think auditioned for Andy Dufresne and lost out to Tim Robbins. Think about that time. Oh Early gosh. 90s. Um, Who do we think? Tom Cruise. Correct. <gasps> so the people that auditioned for this and didn't take the part or didn't get the part. Think about this list. Tom Hanks, Kevin Costner, Whoa. Tom Cruise, Nicolas Cage, Johnny Depp, Charlie Sheen. Oh. All of them. Much more famous then and now than Tim Robbins, I think. Like, all yeah. of them are names that oh, you can do yeah. right Tim away. Tim Robbins, we were like, we know you from Shawshank, but Something. where have you been? Right. And somehow, though, he got it. And obviously, that's his most notable thing. And all of those people did not get to be him. In watching the movie, like, he is perfect for the role. And I'm glad he didn't get super famous because he kind of stays as that character. Like, it's such a unique, interesting character. And Morgan yeah. Freeman is batting a thousand on his Guys. character. So, like, those two at the helm, it is a really cool movie as I was watching it I was like okay this feels like one like a big movie for 1994 the way that like something like Titanic like feels like a big movie it's like this feels the scale seems large they're at this huge penitentiary it feels like they have a lot of money it's like longer it was two almost two and a half hours which for that time was very long right so it's like just a big deal and I just think it's so cool i also love jail movies as you might remember you from our love sports jail episode sports movies you're really into them morgan freeman is a star both he and tim robbins i believe got nominated or maybe it was tim just robbins morgan. and just morgan it freeman just morgan for lead freeman, actor right yep. um and they said that on the first day of filming they shot the opening scene where he's throwing the baseball morgan freeman and yeah. it took nine hours to do it because of coordinating everybody else and Morgan Freeman threw that baseball for nine hours and the next few days had to wear a sling because he hurt his arm so bad, but he didn't complain one time. He just kept doing it with the baseball. And it's like, that to me seems like Morgan Freeman's vibe. He's just here yes. to work. He he delivers that monologue in the end and we were making fun of like, what he's not doing is so much more impressive than what big actors would want to do. So we loved it. We were in. If you've never it. seen The Shawshank Redemption, you should definitely watch it. Um, it is all about this man who is, basically wrongfully imprisoned and his time in prison he's there for many many years and then you have this really sweet ending it is just good from start to finish yep coming in at number seven a movie we have talked about on this podcast before Mm -hmm. it's a wonderful life I am so happy to see this movie on our top 10. I had no expectation that it was going to be. This was my number two. And I just thought I'd kind of be the only person because 
I just, I watch it and I'm like, this is not just a good nostalgia Christmas movie. This is an awesome film. I love how it's done. It feels so classic. It keeps my interest the whole time. And I prefer to watch it in black and white. I know they've colorized it, but Mm -hmm. like it's a black and white film that is pretty long itself and it keeps my attention. And then I saw a bunch of other people putting it in number one, two, three. I was like, let's go people. Which is so weird because it is a Christmas movie. Like that's so strange for a like themed movie to be something that was even nominated and then remembered. So it was the 1946 Oscars. insane. It lost to a movie called The Best Years of Our Lives. Other contenders were Henry V and Razor's Edge. So those are other ones that were nominated. Someone voted for Best Years of Our Lives. Maybe Jewel. Someone who had a bunch of kind of like the old noir movies on it. Um, It didn't do very well at the box office originally and actually put the director in a hole financially, but then has become, you know, a cult classic. As you know, we talked about that, like we said, on the Christmas episode. Um, It is a lot of people's favorite Christmas movie. And as we're realizing, just maybe favorite general movie. I love Jimmy Stewart in this role. He really carries the film and like goes through so many different emotions you like root for him and then there's a section where you like start to get really bugged Mm -hmm. by him and you're like no you're doing you're doing the wrong thing you're so stupid and i think the romance in the film is really sweet uh, dated obviously but it's like it's i usually hate romance in a film i'm like i hate love i hate love (laughs) i mean normally that's that was one of my yeah (laughs) <laughs> one of my problems with um the matrix i watched the matrix for the first time like last year oh, and i was like oh my super. gosh cool 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 and then all of a sudden love at the end i was like in Boo. the matrix we <laughs> right. don't need it we just need blue or red pill but it's a wonderful life brings open up like makes your heart grow two sizes when it comes to love more people had this at their number one spot than any other film except oh one gosh. that's coming. And so I think that's what got it on a top 10. The people who love it really love it. Yep. It is a classic. And it is our only like old timey movie on the list. So maybe some people were also thinking like, oh, I'll throw a nod to the classics by putting yes. this on there. Um, I lied. There's another old timey movie on this list that I always forget is old timey. Because it's so good, but that'll come later. So, yeah, It's a Wonderful Life sitting in at number seven. Go listen to our top 10 Christmas movie episodes if you want to hear more about it. Coming in at number six, a new movie that did not win, but is very good. Black Panther. Woo! Okay, so Black Panther was the 2018 Oscars. It lost to Green Book, which Which, is a travesty in and of itself. Vigo, get out of here. Um, it The other contenders were Roma. Well, this is one that we looked at, Cody, and we were like, what the heck else was yeah, going to be? Yeah, who was really going to so win? So Roma was there. Star is Born was there. That Vice movie was there. It seemed like a toss-up. And honestly, I remember, like, Black Panther, I think a lot of people were like, this one could be it. Black like, Panther was getting a lot of buzz right before the Oscars, too. And right. people were like, is this actually going to happen? Is this, like, superhero movie going to win? But people were rooting for it because Black Panther was so much more than a superhero movie, especially so in culture. When it when it came out and it, and it had so much steam and it was a predominantly black cast and everyone was just like really rallying behind this film it made me love marvel in that moment and i'm you know not a marvel lover so very cool right so i had written this in my list when i voted that like for the oscars it's always like an interesting thing of like should the best movie wins win that nobody sees or should the one that everybody sees but maybe isn't the best movie win black panther to me crosses those like at an intersection where that year best the black panther 
could have been the best movie that everybody saw. I think it would have checked both of those boxes. It was so good. It won for best costume design, production design, and original score. Because in, a, in addition to having an amazing cast, amazing story, it was a beautiful movie. They yeah. just knocked this one out of the park. They made a world that you believed as you were watching it. It is so good. It is in the MCU. So it's the ninth highest grossing film of all time as of now. And it was the second in 2018 behind Avengers Infinity War, which was the same year. So, right. you know, you can't compete with that. It's the first superhero film to get a Best Picture nomination and the first MCU film to win an Academy Award at all. Let's so that go. says it puts it in a different category. It's so, so good. And so I was bummed it didn't win, but really glad it made it on this list. This is the one, if you remember from our MCU episode, I saw this in the theater with Megan Kruzmark, Shannon Barthelmas, and we had to sit in the front left, the very <laughs> the front first. left. And I think that's the only time I've seen it. And so I need to rewatch it because I saw, like, we're too close to the screen. (laughs) So, like, I can see, like, his pecs, like, you know, like, but I can't take in the whole thing. You didn't really get to see it. So Chadwick, yes. I'm going to need to watch it again. You need to watch it again. Chadwick Boseman, obviously amazing. Chadwick Boseman, I think... Did not get nominated this year for Ma Rainey. He was think they were thinking that he might get nominated. No, but I don't- he did. He did. He got nominated posthumously. He was. They thought he might get two nominations. Got it. Okay, I thought he, there was something. This where year it was- he was. Uh, he oh, because he didn't for- get it for the the five bloods. The yeah, five yeah, bloods. Yeah. yeah. So he is um, nominated posthumously, and he's the one people think are going to win Best Actor right, this year. So so good. Notoriously in the Marvel world, he first auditioned for Drax in Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh that my big- guy and the casting director Sarah Finn who does everything for MCU was like not for this because it ends up being like Dave Bautista but she's like we will keep you in mind and boy did she he's so good and Black Panther chef's kiss yeah cool to see it on this list amongst some of the great movies all right we are halfway through so we're gonna play our intermission game uh yeah I'm, I'm thinking i was trying to like market the intermission game like what if we had a little song fun like and new. intermission okay intermission, but what you went with instead was snacks and the game <laughs> um yeah a lot of drum rolling i for someone who can't roll their tongue i am doing a lot of gargling that is noises. your default sound all right we are gonna play best picture would you rather so okay. audience please play along with us i yes. have created a bunch of would you rathers that Kaylin is going to have to answer. Um, Some of these are going to be simple. We're going to get a little harder and harder as we go. The first section is just going to be which film would you rather watch? So this is all actual best pictures. None of these are just the nominees. These are from the past 80 years. These are things that actually have won. Okay. Okay. So, and they're going to be similar. I'm going to put two movies that are kind of like each other. Would you rather watch Gladiator or Braveheart? (laughs) Okay. Now, like in my mind, it's like, do you hate more Russell Crowe or Mel Gibson? So I think, no, truly, if I was like, which one do I want to watch? Gladiator is the one for me. I've never had a big interest in Braveheart. Gladiator, I would want to watch. I think it's heralded as like a really good movie. I just didn't watch it whenever... It was big. Yeah, those two are like very epic films. The two big epics that won. And they actually are both really good movies. Hard to watch, both of them. Right. Would you rather, this is a sports theme. Would you rather watch Million Dollar Baby Uh or Rocky? Oh! (laughs) Million Dollar Baby is about punching too, right? Neither. They both punch, right? (laughs) (laughs) I put them together because they're both about punching. Instead of boxing, you said punching. Well, yeah. What do you, they're punching. 
Right, right, right. Um, I'm going to, gosh, I guess Million Dollar Baby is my answer because I think it has like a wild twist at the end. I've never Ooh. seen that one, but I do want to watch that one. Yeah, I wasn't going to give you easy Rocky. ones, Kaylin. Like I was yeah, going to give like you movies that, that you've already seen. Movie. This is a, right, right, yeah, right, right, right. All right, this is the romance question. Would you rather okay. watch Casablanca or Gone with the Wind? Casablanca, please. That's my answer. I have seen Gone with the Wind, and I've never seen Casablanca, so I think I'd want to. I'd want to try out something. Casablanca is the one with the airport hangar, right? Like, there, she's getting on the plane, or he's getting sure. on the plane. Someone's like, "Bye." It's like, it's like, uh, here's looking at you, kid, isn't it? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> and then the other one's, frankly, my darling, I don't give a beep. Isn't that Gone with the Wind? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh huh. We know our stuff, guys. We're, All right, like we're good. Would you rather? This is um biopics that have won. Okay. Would you rather watch Gandhi? Or Amadeus. Hmm. Just because we were just talking about Ben Kingsley, our friend actor that we couldn't remember his name. I think Gandhi. I think I've seen parts of it and I'm going to go with that one. That one seems a little bit more interesting to me. Also, one time someone said biopic to me. (laughs) <laughs> instead of biopic and biopic. I and like I heard it a couple times and I was like am I wrong but it's biopic right <laughs> yeah it's not right. biopic <laughs> biopic okay, is like sure. bionic like my that's bionic what I was thinking arm. I was like no you don't sound it out but I, <laughs> someone's gonna be like no it's actually biopic and the biopic last one in this category these are basically the same movie would you rather watch driving miss daisy or green book um Driving Miss Daisy is my final answer. That's okay. all I have to say about that. This next one is if you had to put yourself in a movie. Some of these questions, oh, okay? Yes. Would okay. you rather play Velma Kelly or Roxy Hart in Chicago? Ooh! Well, I think I'd rather play Roxy so that I don't have to be around Renee Zellweger and I get to be around <laughs> Catherine Zeta-Jones instead. I want to wow, be Velma, but then smart. I don't have to be around Renee. So I, I win. I'm around Catherine instead. So Big smart. Play. Would you rather these all won Best Picture be in the okay. ensemble of West Side Story, Sound <gasps> of Music, My Fair Lady, or Oliver? West all- Side Story, no question. Yeah. If someone would answer Oliver... Go to the emergency room. That's the answer to that. West Side Story for sure. I'd kill someone to be in the America number. Yeah, you'd be a shark. I'd be a jet. We know our roles. All right. <laughs> shark. <laughs> yeah. Would yes, you yes. rather play Rose in the remake of Titanic <gasps> or the girl covered in rose petals in the remake of American Beauty? Ew, Cody. Ew. <laughs> ah! Rose. First of all, neither because I'm a lady. But second of all. Rose, if you must, I want to look up under that hat. How sure. did American Beauty win? Ew, okay. I wish you wouldn't have. Uh huh. All right, and then our last category. This is like just hypothetical things that you would maybe have to do in life. Would oh. you? And this is where it's going to get even harder. Okay. okay. Would you rather have to write a dissertation on the movie Platoon or the movie Patton? They, I they think you look, made them both up. They look and very so similar I in writing. Say, Patton, I've never, I don't even know what that could be. Platoon, I've heard the word before. It's like, so I'm going to go with platoon. It's got to be army or something. It's got to be like something like that military-wise. So I'm going to say platoon. Would you rather marry into the Corleone family from The Godfather mm, oh. or oh, no, you can't trick me. the okay. Kim family from Parasite? Oh, um, <laughs> yikes. But for sure, Corley, I want to be a mob wife. So that one for sure. I love the vibes, the Sopranos. I love all of it. So that one for sure. 
Would you rather go around the world in a hot air balloon, a la around the world in 80 days, Mm. or (laughs) have to do whatever Javier Bardem does in (gasps) No Country for Old Men? How dare you? How dare you make me freeze to death in a hot air balloon or have Javier kill everyone in No Country for (laughs) Old Men? Oh, his haircut. How dare you? I picked balloon. I had that haircut in second grade and it did not suit me. So I picked balloon. Oh my gosh. And then the last one, this I think will be the hardest for you. Would you rather be forced to fall in love with Hannibal Lecter from Silence of the Lambs or the green water monster thing from The Shape of Water? Cody has been trying with me on Shape of Water. And then we watched that preview and it was a scene in the movie theater. And he said, oh, I didn't think this thing got out of the water. I said, have you seen this movie? I like what it. What is this fish? I like it. Um, Which one do you want to be, be in love Hopkins with? In, in that, oh, not anything else? It's Hannibal Lecter. <laughs> uh, it, both of them sound, the fish, both of them like sound like, thing. they both sound ah, that way. <laughs> doing that. I picked the fish that is maybe in or out of water. Oh, okay, great. She loves the shape of water guys I you heard it here first alright that is our would you rather best picture edition good job Kaylin and Thank thanks you. for playing along at home that was our intermission game get a snack get a whatever <laughs> alright <laughs> moving into our top five buckle up everybody coming Woo. in at number five we have the current holder of the best picture title brrr, Parasite love Parasite. we saw this together in the yes. theater we My had no idea what Pittsburgh. to expect nope people said like don't come in with any preconceived notions i thought right. it was a thriller or a horror film yep it's something like that but it's so it's much something. more it's so much we more so it was the 2019 it. oscars it won it was up against i wrote the main contenders i think for last year were like once upon a time in hollywood a lot of people thought yep. the irishman some people thought um, 1917. Some people thought. Yes, so I think 1917 those were like the, was big, the ones, big one. Yeah, right. That they were compared with. Um, it won. If you guys remember, one of the last bright spots of the year, it won four Academy Awards. So best picture, best director, best original screenplay, and best international feature film. It was so fun to watch this live and see them keep coming up and accepting nominations and awards so excitedly people Um, just didn't expect this to happen i remember watching the oscars and my jaw literally dropping when i they said parasite because i thought it was especially i was especially and they were shocked too because bong joon ho was winning for best director and then they were they were like wait what's happening and to see them come up at the end i was like this is a moment when the academy has gotten it right so we talk about this a lot and i think that something that you and i put a big um prize on is new and creative ideas so 1917 is a was a beautiful amazing epic movie that we have seen like we've seen war movies we've seen these things and so parasite truly if you haven't seen it yet it is a movie unlike any i've ever seen it's a different idea it's a different um like kind of explanation on class and money and systems and it is just a such a cool take and execution of an idea that I had never seen anything like so I love that it won best picture because it's kind of telling people like hey creativity can win over money like it can actually pull out and what I love about like Parasite Black Panther those things being on our list like we're not trying to be woke by liking these films like Parasite was genuinely the best film of the year yep and was on my list at like number four or five because it 
I think is solidifying itself as one of my favorite movies because if you're good. writing a musical, a book, a TV show, like do something new. That's why I love yep. Christopher Nolan. He's always trying new weird stuff. Even if Tenet, you know, people don't say it was that great. At least it was something different. Like yep. I'm, I'm kind of sick of people just doing sequels and remakes and all these things. Right. And it's like, come on, come out with something fresh. And this one broke a lot of genres and it was so gripping from start to finish. So this one also has the award for your and I um, scariest thing we've ever seen in a movie. Oh, my God. <laughs> the scariest scene. Oh, my God. Moment, clip we have ever seen. And so remember when you're little and you see something really scary and then you have to, like, watch a cartoon or do something like that to, like, get it out of your head. We're not going to spoil anything, but there's a moment that as a 30-year-old, I had to look up a picture of this actor, like, smiling. Because yeah. if I just had the last thing in my head, I don't know when the next time I would sleep. Spooked. Would possibly be. So this one is super good. I definitely recommend everybody to watch this one if you have not seen it yet. All right. Coming in at number four, this had the most number one votes of any movie on our list. Get ready for your dissertation, Kay, which I will co-sign. Titanic. Guys. I mean, this it should be higher. Give some notes. notes? No, no. Some musical notes from the song. Like, bring us into it. (laughs) That's nice. Play the flute. Talk over this. That's really good. Oh, yeah. Guys, it's 1997. It's the Oscars. Titanic wins, guys. Here's what it's against. Oh, my gosh. Not going for that upper note. Not not going for that upper note. Guys, it won in 1997. The contenders were Goodwill Hunting and As Good As It Gets. Those were the two that like I remembered from that year as Can something. Can you imagine if As Good As It Gets? Can you would... believe it? No, I cannot imagine that. Isn't that, um, what's his name, Jack Nicholson? Yeah. This uh-huh. is the yeah. cranky ranky of the week. Um, Ooh, you, guys. That's reserved for people who start fights about things. With us and this week. With us, Laura Anthony started a fight that Justin Beachy co-signed and I hope they like their choice because uh, we're coming after both of you. Titanic is not overrated. That's a crazy thought. Where is it overrated? Do you realize what Titanic did? Did you you ever watch another movie where you had to get up in the middle and switch the VHS? Willingly, happily, excitedly. No one has ever tried it before. I would say, like, okay, guys, Lucy Mary, have you ever watched a movie where the star almost died, like froze to death, like swimming around? She's freezing. Kate Winslet is so cold, and she kept going. So the other amazing fact, obviously, this one broke so many records. So Titanic was, like, the first... We talked about this earlier with Lord of the Rings and stuff like that. That was um, a little bit later. Titanic was like crazy. This, this was, was the first time the people went crazy. Juggernaut film. Yeah. In the th- Everybody had this poster. If you didn't, you're a lie. Like I had it. <laughs> I loved it. Every time the song would come out on the radio, I'd be like, shut up, like to my parents so I could listen to it. These are some facts about this movie. It came out in December of 1997, and it was still in theaters when the VHS came out in September of 1998. That, that is, is insane. Absurd. That's one of the old, only movies, the article said, like, if not the only one, it's kind of hard to tell now with streaming and different, like, releases, that has done that, that has stayed in theaters the whole time. Because people were going, if you remember from, like, radio stations that people they would They just talk, kept going. They were going every week. Like, they yeah. were seeing it every we're single gonna time. We're going to keep going back every time. It was the first film to reach the billion mark, and it stayed the highest grossing film of all time until James Cameron came again and broke his own record with Avatar, right. which is 
very much further down the line. So it is crazy. Avatar breaking those records is so fascinating because like it was another huge juggernaut, like big ticket, crazy thing happening. He was doing CGI that no one had seen, but people don't love, love that movie. And so it's weird that like word of mouth, they like that still made so much money, even though people weren't raving about it after it came out. Yeah. I'm going to tell you something, you know, if, if we were basic, guys, we would talk about the door and fitting and like, we're not doing that. <laughs> Here's what I'm going to talk about with you. A fact that I came across that I want you to really chew on. Remember the little girl, Cora? You remember her. Jack's yep. best girl. Yep. Guess who almost played Cora? Wait, really I, think about this. I know this. I know this. Oh my gosh. Dang it. Think I, about the time. 1997. Kirsten Dunst? Our, mm-mm, no. Um, um Come on, she ha- she's gonna be famous or Lindsay Lohan. Famous. Lindsay Lohan. Yes, Lindsay for Lohan. playing two of herself. Lindsay Lohan, guys. Now this is the only way that maybe this takes it up into a stratosphere higher for more for me. If Lindsay Lohan if joins Lilo this cast, is if on it's that Lilo, ship. if it's Kate, if it's Leo, if it's Victor Garber, who else? Billy Zane. Never forget Billy Zane. Kathy we, Bates. Come Kathy on, Bates, guys. Never Come forget. on. This movie is so good so is it a i mean here's the thing about this movie if you read up about it james cameron obviously he's innovative he did avatar what this movie was doing with set pieces with actual like he built a new titanic like literally built another titanic to film the movie that's insane it's overrated you say if you don't think about that scene where it breaks and the one half tips all the way vertical and the people start falling we're gonna make it dunk off the like <laughs> thing. A sad violin. The guy says, keep playing. People want to hear us playing. I'm the old emotional. couple on the bed while it's emotional. going down. I'm very emotional. This movie holds up, and I want both, as they're listening right now, They've Justin, Lil Beachnutter, and Lil, Ant- Lil Anton, <laughs> yes. and Lil Beachnutter. The Lils and Lils physically bite your tongues. Oh, man. I wish this movie made it further up. It was my number one. Your number one, wasn't it? Yep. Yep, it was. Wow. I love Titanic. I need to rewatch. And then coming in at number three, oh, a whoa. movie we feel less about. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Lord of the Rings, number one, The Fellowship of the Ring. All right, guys. So this was nominated cricket, in 2001. Cricket, cricket. I mean, I just feel like I always talked about this Lord of the Rings. This was nominated in 2001. It lost to A Beautiful Mind. Truthfully, all shade aside, A Beautiful Mind almost made it onto my list. I love the movie A Beautiful yeah, Mind it's a, good movie. a lot. Russell Crowe, Paul Bettany, Jennifer Connelly. It's really good. It's the first time I've ever, I had ever obviously thought about something like schizophrenia. It does mental yeah. illness very, I don't know if it holds up, but I want to rewatch because I loved it whenever I saw it. The other contender that year was Moulin Rouge. So, <laughs> which if, plenty if of people of our list were doing the Oscars, Moulin Rouge wins the Oscar in 2011, but it didn't. Um, Lord of the Rings was the first of this series. It was huge. It, there's an estimated 54 million tickets for these movies for this movie sold in the U.S. It was a smash box office hit. It was at the time. Um, Fifth highest grossing film of all time and second in the year. But guess what it lost to in 2001, Cody? Say it with a smug face. Harry Potter (gasps) and the Sorcerer's Stone. Baby. They both came out the same year, the first one. Isn't that crazy? Isn't that crazy? 
Yes. So uh, I guess the fans of HP World are just a little standing a little harder. Um, I do like the Fellowship of the Ring. I I have seen one and two, and I I think back on this one the most fondly. And I think the story is good. And it was creative and inventive. Obviously, it's off of a book, so it's not like coming up with totally something brand new. But the first was really pretty revolutionary for its time. It looked so different. The filming, wasn't it the first time they used some sort of camera? Like called, I I think it's called a red camera or something like that. It was filmed and shot differently. And so it was beautiful. And the quest of it all was really cool. Like it it had good characters, introduced cool characters. Everyone was standing Legolas so hard. If you were a girl in middle school, not standing Legolas. Could you believe what you were seeing? I couldn't. I don't. We thought Orlando Bloom had long blonde hair. We thought that was. I thought he did. I thought he was an elf. I thought his hair, his ears, really looked like that. I couldn't believe it. You know who I I didn't think was an elf? Liv Liv. Tyler. Guys, Liv Tyler. I'm haunted. Um, I will say. Lord of the Rings, something that I was thinking about. So people love these books so much. And unlike something like a Harry Potter, these books had been around for so long before they decided to do this. And so for the movies to come out and meet, if not exceed, all of these fans' expectations, a lot of things you'll hear people say it's not as good as the book. Lord of the Rings honestly doesn't have that. People love Lord of the Rings as much as they love the books. People will do like extended, I think my sister has done like extended version marathons of all three. And it takes many, many hours. The fan base of this is honestly unlike almost any other. Lord of the Rings is a different kind of fan base. Yeah, they like cosplay. They like... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they like putting ears on and walking. Yeah, furry. <laughs> we're we're trashing too hard. We got to move on. We got to move on. I was trying to bring positivity. You said gosh. it comes in at number three, and guys, I suppose it you. deserves to be good. <laughs> look, look what you made us do. All right, we are at our top two. The strangest top two I ever could have predicted. <laughs> For this One episode, after to the other, coming in at number two, brrr, the hills are alive oh with the sound of music. Oh, oh, the sound of music. I don't know if maybe there was some Beach Boys effect going on with this because a couple of us wrote "Sound of Music" and then it kept going, or if genuinely. It is just a good movie. I, I mean, love this movie. I do too. I, I put this. Love the sound of music. I think I was number six or seven on my yep. list, or five even. I was. I did not grow up watching this film. Oh, okay. So it's not even nostalgia for me. Like I watched it oh. later on in life, and I was just like, "This is a good movie." I, the music is good. Him singing Edelweiss Guys, at the end of the film. It's beautiful. I have you ever, have you ever been moved? Cry ever, Tim. Have you have you ever been moved? Um, this was a huge nostalgic one for me. My mom loves Sound of Music, and the first weekend I lived at Messiah, it was playing on ABC Family, like my first Sunday night away from my parents, and I just closed the door and like watched it with Tara and cried. I love Sound of Music. This was the 1965 Academy Awards. It won against question guys dot 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 like a movie called Darling, a movie called A Thousand. Clowns. Clowns? So it won against <gasps> A horror that. film, surely. A horror film. And this this I did not place. Mary Poppins, she won the Academy Award for the year before. So it was Julie Andrews' peak of her power. So she won Best wow. Actress in Mary Poppins in 1964. And then this won in, for Best Picture in 1965. So Julie Andrews was like America's darling. There mean, she is a purity is, to <gasps> Julie Andrews that and even not to was, this day. Is. Queen of Genovia. Is. is narrator of Bridgerton. Guys, she's working for the <laughs> checks. Like, she's not done. She is not 
done. Something I learned when looking this up was this was the last Rodgers and Hammerstein musical because they wrote it right before Hammerstein died. I never knew that. So everything else came before all of like Oklahoma, Cinderella, all of that stuff. Edelweiss was the last song that those <gasps> two wrote as a duo. Isn't I cry. That precious? I cry. What right is now. your favorite song? I'm Edelweiss is one of my favorite moments. What's your favorite yeah. song from this show, from this movie? I don't know. I, my mom's favorite was... I with um, a lonely goat head. I do love that. <laughs> I, do I don't too. dislike any of them. Neither do well, I. Well, mm, 16 going on 17, I'm, I'm just like, it's enough. I want to see Julie. I don't want to see you guys. Yeah. Um, my mom's favorite was uh, Favorite Things. I love that it's like kind of a Christmas song now. And so that's probably, that's my favorite. I love that it's Seven Rings now and that uh, I can oh, really appreciate. <laughs> da, 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 How did da, I forget? Da, da, oh, and I love So Long Farewell. I love that one too. I love Sound of Music. Somewhere in my youth and childhood when that, that duet or oh, 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 so pretty. How do you solve a problem? Like, oh, I love, I love Sound of Music. Yeah. So really cool to see this here at number two. I was yeah. not expecting that at at all. But for a movie musical, it's really good. And just for a movie, it is very good. It won the year it was nominated and it almost won our list. Now, when in 30 Rock, whenever <laughs> he's talking about like he's talking to Avery, I think Jack is one time and he says like, you're so like she's talking about how hot she looks or something. And Liz comes to the door and he says, and the opposite of that just walk through the door. That is how we have to go from number two. And the opposite of number two is number one, which is brrr. Get out. Oh, you better get out. Okay. I was on my list, on your list, but Mm -hmm. we were not expecting this to get this high. Get out is such a good film. I'm so pleasantly surprised. So surprised. I thought it was more niche than that. I am so glad that a lot of people have seen it. It, it, If you haven't watched Get Out, it is this new genre that is basically that that, um, Jordan Peele created, essentially, that is like. They just called it a horror film, but that doesn't do it justice because it no. is a thriller, but it's also a comedy at parts. Yep. It's just a drama at parts. It's a um, like a, a note on current satire. society and yeah. culture. Yep. It's satire. It's so many different things. I'm getting worked up. Ooh, do you hear me? I'm oh getting, my gosh. Should we watch it? Let's turn this off. I need to watch it. Let's go watch I'm it right now. It's rewatchable for sure. I've seen it three times already. It's so oh good. Oh my gosh. I really, really love it. So this was a 2017 um, Academy Awards. It lost to your favorite movie, Shape of Water. Um, the other Yikes. contenders that year that I saw that I was like, okay, these were the ones I remember. Uh, Dunkirk, um, Lady yeah. Bird was that year, and Three Billboards was Three that Billboards, year. Three Billboards, Francis um, So this one stars Daniel Kaluuya, who we loved since Black Mirror, and yeah, then I just right. keep loving him. Like he, everything he's in, I'm like, he is becoming someone that I'm a season ticket. Him and Lakeith are both in this, and then they're coming back for us in Judas and the Black Messiah, so yep. I'm trusting it. Lil Rel was the breakout star of Get Out. Lil Rel was so funny. That's why it's a comedy. Like yep. parts that his entire part was so good. We have Allison Williams playing ultimate villain. Bradley Whitford playing a villain. And Allison um, Williams like is a villain even if we don't know she's a villain. When I look like, at her. She, when, I look when I look at, at her, her I'm like some girls. Oh, she's a right. villain. Peter Pan and Catherine wise. Keener, ultimate villain, the mom. So it is. That scene. Get out. Let's talk Guys, about it real quick. The scene where she's hypnotizing him with the tea. That is how he looks. Iconic. How his scene. face looks. That single tear coming down. I mean, how did he do it? How did he do it? The big win for this film was they did win best original screenplay. Jordan Thank, Peele which, did. Absolutely. And they, that was their big win. Like they knew they weren't going to win best picture. It didn't have the buzz <laughs> right. or the hype around it. But him winning that was kind of unexpected and really yeah. a big win. It was like, let's go. We honored something that is creative and new. And just to give it to uh, a black writer screenplay, yep. which is so cool. 
who previously was Key and Peele. So that was the right. really other cool part about this. Jordan Peele, this is his first. Like, since then, Jordan Peele has become somebody that you kind of keep your eye on, right? Like, so he did um, the X-Files reboot, right? Not the um, X-Files, Twilight Zone. Twilight Zone. Yep. I always get those two mm-hmm. confused. Reboot. He has made other movies in the vein of Get Out. Like, he is, he's doing this as his new project. But before this, he was literally part of this comic duo. And what's interesting is that he based Get Out on an Eddie Murphy sketch about poltergeist and like watching black people and white people in horror films. And he kept that. There is a fact that he wrote over 200 drafts of the screenplay. This was a play at first. He didn't know what to do with Get Out. He was just writing it and writing it and writing it forever and just never thought that the public would receive it. I remember seeing this in the theaters and it was like, an experience like almost nothing else seeing it in the theaters. The audience yeah. didn't quite know what to do with it, which was so cool. And then that was just one that you talked about for weeks after you saw it. And then it, it, it made its really... way to TikTok with the Get Out Challenge. Did you with that Get Out, <laughs> People did would I run ever. straight at the camera and then put it at the last second. It's still being referenced today. Like, it was joked about all through the season of The Bachelorette. Like, it's just, this has become a... Sent like when you say get out, that means its own thing to people. You know what you're talking about. I'm so glad this was at number one because it is deserved. I think this is what we're talking about when we talked about Parasite. Get out started, like you said, this new genre that is one of my favorite kinds now. We look for movies that fit right yeah. into this genre that Jordan Gill created. In our episode on Patreon about WandaVision, we talked about like uh, people being able to make you feel something new yes. and how that's like we take in so much media so when someone makes me feel something new that's when I know something's really good and I think Get Out did that like we're sitting there being like what am I supposed to feel what am I supposed to think about this is this just a horror film is this am I like as a white person watching this movie like yep. what do I think about racism what do I think about like it's it's really cool to have it had to be sitting there and be like I'm having a new experience in a movie theater or in my house that is just like you don't come by that often. So mm-hmm. and it keeps being more and more relevant, right? Like it just keeps get out just keeps yeah. coming up in conversation. It keeps getting referenced. It keeps I think it was honestly as we saw in 2020 like a little before it's time like for us to start thinking about these kinds of things before we maybe had as at least you and I speaking as like white people um like you were saying and so I love it I think it I'm gonna rewatch it soon I know I'm like talking about I'm like do I watch it tonight I might yeah should we watch it right now right let's finish this up so that's our number one. What a crazy list. Um, I'm really pleased with it. Actually, we so went low. to a lot of different places. We stopped getting um, polite. We started, <laughs> we started getting, getting real. real. So, Kaylin, what is your robbed goddess of this list? So my robbed goddess for this one is Lady Bird. Mm. I love Lady Bird. I really, really like movies that are kind of when I say boring I mean like no huge plot twist and I really love movies that are just character um studies I really love that that's why I like Nomadland a lot and Lady Bird does it so beautifully if you are especially a woman like my generation or down you can or above too you can so connect with this feeling of your mother and going through high school. I think Beanie Feldstein yeah. is beautiful in this movie. Yeah. It's so, so good. I remember just crying throughout this movie and it put Greta. I was like, all right, I'm in for her because I love her and Sersha and Timothee. When those three get together, guys, loved it as much as Little Women. So Lady Bird is my robbed goddess. What is yours? Mine has to be 
Argo. Argo oh, is yeah. a movie that I shouldn't be that interested in. It's a genre like action, mm-hmm. shooting, pew pew. Ben like, Affleck. yeah, Ben Affleck. <laughs> On paper, this is not the thing that I want to watch. But a couple of us after our Zateo conference, which is like, Something so exhausting for us. Yeah. When we went back up when I was on Salt and Light, we went that night to go see it at this old timey theater, and we all were just like, "What did I just watch? This was so good, so interesting." It's kind of a genre bender too, actually, and it won that year, which I was pleased about because I don't think it was like a huge, huge box office hit or even one that people like go back and watch all the time. But it yeah. rightfully won Best Picture that year, and I really love Argo. So if you haven't seen it, I think you'd be interested. Yep. What is your You Can't Sit With Us? I mean, we've talked about a lot already, so you got any left? I do have one left. Gail, your sister, echoed this with me on Facebook, I believe. Um, It is anything that has Woody Allen behind it. Guys, we are done with him. I don't care (laughs) if you like Danny Hall. I don't care if you're a Diane Keaton fan. Or Midnight in Paris or Midnight in This. Get out of there, guys. We are okay to say we're done with you Woody Allen and we sometimes you can't separate the man from the art and that is this and so we are saying you can sit with you cannot sit with us also Woody Allen the movies are boring <laughs> you know <laughs> like, people like to even say if Woody Allen was right. a good person the movies Ooh, are so right. boring. let's just get on out of there so he specifically cannot sit with us what is yours you know, I don't really have like super strong feelings besides the ones that I've listed already. That so I would cosplay. just want to say anyone yeah. who voted for Lord of the Rings is mine. Oh but gosh. instead, I'm going to go a little more subtle here. And my like baby, you can't sit with me is oh. um, just things by Quentin Tarantino. I oh. am not an inglorious beep fan. Um, I'm not a Django right. Unchained fan. I, I his films are not for me. I think there is a, a style that people really love and it's not mine. So not none of you. these like made the list, but they did come up in the twenties and thirties. Like yeah. people and were he's voting for a, it. Like he is an Oscar he's a when thing. he's up. People right. are thinking. And he wins you're a director. Kill Bill fan? I'm a kill. <laughs> you know, Kill Bill. You're I have seen either one or two. I don't know why. <laughs> we were talking like I've seen so many of these movies as a kid, which is crazy. Right. Like why was I allowed to watch the Shawshank Redemption? But what was the thing we said you weren't allowed. To I watch? couldn't watch the second cassette of Titanic or the first cassette, which everyone had the. Boob in we it. Know, we know. We know. Oh, I couldn't gosh. watch that one. I wasn't allowed to watch that one, but everything else was like MTV. No, but the Godfather, sure. put it on. Godfather. Yeah. Let's put it on. So attention. Quentin's not for me. And also, as a man, I just, anytime he accepts an award, I think he's arrogant. Ooh, he bugs I me. I don't have a good vibe for Not me. a You're good exactly vibe. right about that. Thank you guys so much for voting this week. We had a fun time talking about these. Make sure that you try to watch some of the Oscar noms. And on April 25th, if you like this kind of stuff, you can watch the Oscars. This week, we have an exciting thing coming to YDR because it is March Madness. We've got to do a bracket battle. We've just got to do it. So starting tomorrow on Friday, we are going to do a bracket battle of best Disney songs of all Time oh, guys, from the movie. We're not going to be singing our way through that episode. We are going to tra la la la. So um, please vote for your favorites on Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and then come on back and listen to our thoughts about who reigns supreme. Will it be something from Hercules? Will it be something from Mulan? How about Beauty and the Beast? Lion King? Who knows, guys? Who knows? But you got to vote. And if you're um, really into March Madness, I guess you could fill out like a real basketball bracket too. If you felt like it. We might be for Patreon this upcoming week, and that will be a treat if we do that. Thanks, guys, for listening. We love you. Bye.